Soulflow Studio. 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 Music Hour. Save it to thinking. Oh, hey everybody. This episode of the Soulflow Studios Music Hour was done differently. The introduction is actually Mike and I talking on the phone. So uh, hopefully you could hear it well, and I hope you enjoy it. Sounds like, uh, like you know, we're on the phone. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Uh, cool. Well, so I guess let's talk about last night's podcast. So yeah, last night we had what the band on, and uh, they were they were awesome. Yeah, they were really good. Like, it was a lot of fun. I went back and listened, you know, last night as I was editing, and it was just so, they're so good. They're such a good band. It's good. It's cool. Modder churning out some great talent to this day. Yeah, and that's, that's a really cool thing, like, seeing kids, you know, like, coming through school with different influences and, uh, and making really cool music and, and yeah, I, it's like a pleasure to be able to, to capture, um, you know, to capture that, that, that snippet of time. Cause, um, yeah, without, it's, it's, without a doubt. And no, I was just going to say without a doubt. And, you know, they're active, they're playing out a lot around the Hudson Valley. Maybe they'll be back down and, some of their hometown areas like Long Island or Westchester. So everybody should, you know, go on Instagram, Facebook, follow them, check them out. Yeah. I think we, we talked for, we talked for close to two hours last night. (laughs) Yeah. We got into it. I mean, it's easy to go that long when you have such a big band too. And you're trying, and you know, you want to really let everybody be heard. Yeah. Totally, yeah, yeah. That was that. That was, I think, the, the reason. You know, <laughs> the six piece band, and they're actually minus uh, the sax player. You know, that that sax player. So, um, I think Russell, right? Oh yeah, that was down in uh, Brooklyn, I think. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and, uh, I'm really glad, though, you gave everybody the time to talk because one of the things that I was thinking about was how there were a couple people that maybe you put on the spot but ended up really uh, saying some very interesting answers to some of your questions. It's interesting to, like, just ask questions and, and uh, get, you know, you never know what kind of answers you're going to get. So I don't know. I like that. I think everybody's going to really enjoy this one and all of the other podcasts that 
we have ready to release. So, you know, stay tuned to hear the Hey Bub, CFR, and what was that other one, too, that um, you recorded some live music from? Yeah. Dwayne Dwayne Martin Company. Yeah, they're from they're from just outside of Austin. I don't know if it's well, it's obvious to you, Mike, because we're doing this, but to everybody else that's listening, uh, this is the first time Mike and I are actually using this um, feature through Anchor where you can uh, actually kind of set up like a voice call like a like a you know, conference call. Like I could add more people, we could add more people to this conversation. We could have like, you know, a five-way, six-way conversation going on right now with people from all over the world. Um, but so, yeah, we figured we'd try this and see how it went. And uh, hopefully it's, hopefully it sounds great <laughs> yeah. and it's passable <laughs> as, uh, as an intro. I think it will be, but I have faith. Yeah, cool. It sounds legit. I think Anchor's doing doing a good thing. Uh, they're doing great. All right, so yeah, I mean, I think um, everybody enjoyed the episode. I think uh, we got some good stuff in store for you. I think everybody will enjoy getting to know the guys from what. And, uh, you know, go out and see them live if you can. Check them out online. They're going to be releasing some new music in the, probably the next year or so, it's sounding like. All right, yeah, enjoy the episode. Thanks, guys. Peace. What? Wow, that's cool. <laughs> what? 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 <laughs> what? <laughs> what? <laughs> well, here we are, the Soul Studios Music Hour, with my friends. What? 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 <laughs> <laughs> um, based out of New Pulse, right? Yeah. Cool. And I know you're missing a guy. We're missing a guy. We're missing a Russell Hartman. He plays the saxophone. She's talking to the mic, though. We're missing a Russell Hartman. <laughs> Whatever you gotta do. He lives I'm in Brooklyn in the mic now. Jerry. Yes, Ryan. Russell lives in Brooklyn. Did he move down there from here, or did he? No, he's always lived there. Oh, okay. Yeah. How did you like hook up with him? Uh, he went to school here. He graduated with me. That's what I mean. Yeah, he yeah. went to school here. And then well, yeah. he moved down there. Yeah, yeah. Right, but he doesn't. But I guess, we're yeah. trying to get him to live up here. Gotcha. Like hardcore. If he won't. <laughs> some people do, and then some people just mm-hmm. don't. Yeah, they say. <laughs> A lot of people say, though. I mean, I've stayed. I didn't go to school here, actually. I just moved here because it was like a cool spot to hang out. But mm-hmm. Mike That's went awesome. to school here and uh, yeah. lives here still. Anyway. Tragic story. <laughs> <laughs> right. Um, so let's just go around the room, make it easy, and you guys say all your names and what you play real quick. Sure. Uh, my name is Ryan. Um, I play the trombone and the keys and the lead vocals and occasionally trumpet, but no trumpet tonight because it's not on the set list. Ah. Hey. I'm Alex. I play the drums. And, uh... That's about it. <laughs> <laughs> and sing. Yeah, I sing. <laughs> that doesn't count, though. <laughs> that counts, because I'm going to list it now. I'm Jeremiah. <laughs> I sing, and I play bass. <laughs> Not in that order. 
My favorite color is green. <laughs> Mine is too. Yeah, hey, there you go. Yeah, I love green. People My... say those games are silly. <laughs> <laughs> My name is Jared. Um, I play percussion, guitar, and synthesizer. I'm Dan Steen, and I play guitar. <laughs> My name's Owen Moore, and I play tenor saxophone. Awesome. Cool. Well, and that's what, and then the other guy that you're missing. That's a Russell Hartman. Russell Hartman. I forgot his name, sorry. Yeah, he plays tenor and soprano. So, saxophones. Oh, cool. Yeah. Awesome. And he raps. <clears throat> and he raps. Yeah, he, raps for, wow. he raps on one song. Well, you might as well mention the Barry sax, too. Yeah. Oh, that's true. Yeah, we have we three out of four yeah, horns. Right, right. Oh, okay. You got a Barry sax. Awesome. Yeah, but we don't bring it out much. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, we, don't, we don't talk about that. Yeah, we, yeah, we try not to. <laughs> It'll save us some money. Bro, I love the Barry sax. Get those real low notes. So did you guys all meet it, it, at New Pulse? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Crazy. Cool. Yeah. Through chains of each other. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But you're all like music program uh, mm-hmm. kids, guys, yeah, yeah. men. Yeah. What you, uh, and you all. So that's that's awesome. You formed like while you were going to school there. Yeah. As what? Cool. Um, and how long have you been playing as a band now? The band originally started in 2016. Um, It's gone through a lot of changes since then. I would say with um, at least Jeremiah and Alex, we've been playing like, what, like two years together now? Sounds right. I don't really know. Time just goes by. Me and Ryan started the band in fall of 2016, like he said. And we've probably gone through like five or six different lineups and like iterations of what before we've come to what we are today. Cool. But definitely, um, this is the group. Awesome. So yeah, that's that's cool. And so the reason why I do this pod, I forgot to also say that Mike. I said Mike earlier, but Mike is here helping me. With uh, engineering and co-hosting, throwing in some uh, comedic, you know, value every once in a while. I ain't funny. What are you talking about? Sometimes I get a little uh, serious and in my head. Um, (laughs) But, uh, so yeah, the point of me doing this whole thing is just to, like, get to know you guys better. I've seen you perform. I've seen Jeremiah perform in other bands. I actually met, I met you at Snugs. Um... At an NCM show, you were like yeah. at an NCM show. That's how we met. Is NCM still playing? Yeah, we still play. Actually, Mike plays bass now. No shit. That's awesome. Yep. Yeah. yeah. One of those bass gigs I picked up. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, yeah, it's cool. Um, but yeah, it's to get to know you guys better. Um, I just met some of you, like you guys, and well, I knew Alex and Jeremiah, and I know Jared a little bit. Um, just or from snugs. yeah well yeah playing basically snugs because snugs is like kind of the only place to like have a community uh music like setting like scene kind of these days it's crazy yeah, shit. i mean it's just bacchus and snugs really that's why we're trying to get murphy's going but bacchus the main thing is that snugs actually has like any sort of divide between like the performers and the crowd 
So, like, even that, like, six inches that the stage is lifted up and, like, yeah. those little tiny barricades that people are always putting, putting their drinks on, mm -hmm. like, that makes enough of a difference to make it feel more like a venue than than other a lot of the other bars in town. Definitely, yeah. I mean, um, yeah. I mean, they're also, they're, they're also just, like, really supportive of live music and, like, a lot of different genres, and they don't seem to discriminate. Yeah, yeah. And Bacchus is, um, I play there a bunch, and... I feel like the PA is like unreliable and mm -hmm. um, I love when people take out money <laughs> from the ATM while you're playing. Oh yeah, that's, that's also <laughs> a really great thing. Or they go to the back smoke, patio. Yeah, smoke break or go that's to the that's probably it too. You know, it's back we there was a while when we were doing Bacchus more consistently where we wouldn't let people go into the back. We would like section it off and yeah. be like, "Nah, it's closed while we're playing." Mm -hmm. you smoke out front. <laughs> yeah, yeah exactly. got the little balcony right there. I used to sneak into shows when I was in 21 by climbing up there. Uh, Shit. <gasps> One time I walked through the kitchen, Bacchus. You guys ever do that? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's brilliant, though. I've never just, done that. It's right, right in the back. You just kind of... just got to act like you belong there. Yep. <laughs> That's what I do every day, right now. <laughs> Acting like I belong <laughs> in this podcast. Fake it till you make it. All right, yeah. Jeremy. Come on. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, like, let's just, like, where are you all originally from? Oh, Long Island. Long Island. We got Binghamton. One. What? Oh, Binghamton. Binghamton. Yeah. Cool. Nice. Uh, Dutchess County. Cool. Westchester. I'm also from Long Island. Guyland. Middletown. All right. Cool. So, all New York yeah, based. Yeah, where in Westchester? Far. White Plains. Okay, yeah, I grew up in Peekskill. Yeah. He grew up in Sleepy Hollow. Terrytown. Yeah. Terry right, right, right near there. I actually, every Friday, hung out in White Plains, loitered at the Galleria Mall. Oh, yeah. Yep. I definitely saw you there yeah. at some point. <laughs> yeah, we used to, there used to be shows at Westpac, too, for a little bit, but that I wasn't really around for that. But I don't know if you ever went to Westpac. No. Westpac was like a community political space where... Um, I'm trying to think of a similar organization around here. Um, my mind's blanking, but yeah, they would they were kind of organized, mobilized people for different things. But it became kind of a community space for putting on shows. You ever hear of Genuine Invitations? No. GI Dave, yeah, he kind of did a lot there, and um, I feel like no one in the Somebodies picked up their mat or some of what they were doing. Really ran with that oh, scene right. there. Still talking about Westchester. <laughs> Yeah, anyway. Okay. <laughs> Sorry, I just, I wasn't sure. Um, uh, Fuck Westchester. <laughs> you guys ever perform in Long Island? Like, you guys have a hookup down there? We did once. Um, so, no, we don't have a hookup. <laughs> no, we don't have a, yeah, we don't have, like, a thing. But, like, we have two guys in the band that live on Long Island. So, like, sometimes it's like, hey, want to do this thing? And then, like, maybe we'll do it. Yeah, yeah. We played this arts festival one time in Patchogue. Okay. It was pretty cool. Just, like, a lot of local oh, artists cool. came out with, like, bunch of their stuff whether it was like paintings or photography kind of like selling it and then like the community was there like raising awareness for stuff and they had like this stage set up cool so we played there that was our one island gig actually the first show russell ever played with us was that show yeah yeah but who wants to drive to long island like i, I says so jeremiah. don't yeah. says jeremiah so when strongly i, I did not want to drive I was <laughs> to long island yeah i like 
uh, getting paid a lot of money to go to Long Island and not having to drive, like yeah. that's ideal. Where I can just sit in the back of the van or the car or something. <laughs> And uh, then I'm just in Long Island or on Long Island as you, you as the know. yeah yeah there's that differentiation there. yeah yeah um, I was playing over at on the North Fork doing some jazz gigs for a little bit and kind of had a feeling like driving through Florida where you're like all right I'm in Long Island I'm almost there <laughs> but North Fork you know you're going all the way out there so it's just like fuck am I there yet it changes once you get out there too it's really beautiful actually <laughs> it's, yeah, yeah it's, it's cool it's not as like I've played in Patchog before, not to cut you off, but it was a fucking awesome show. There was tons of people out. It was Patchogue crazy. It's like a like a lit area. There's Patchogue not a lot though, right? On Long Island, like there overall, are, there's, there's some places that are pretty big in the music scene, but I feel like they're very strict in like the genre of music that's popular. Uh-huh. Like maybe 15 <laughs> minutes from my house, there's this one venue but it's pretty much like all metal punk stuff like i really haven't seen many bands that aren't them yeah perform yeah. there huh. and it's like a really it's like a small like venue so it's not crazy big maybe like 200 250 max yeah, yeah people yeah. come out though yeah like yeah. they can sell that place out depending on the lineups that they have cool so yeah talking about Long Island? oh yeah right <laughs> i know it's, how does that happen back. No, but uh, it's because it's you know there's there's there, I don't know. Long Island is Long Island as a whole, but there are like generally different areas, um, and it's just you know a way to get to know you a little bit better. And you came, you're from Stormville, right? No, oh, uh, okay. well I'm like 20 minutes like past Poughkeepsie. When you start hitting like cows and some rednecks, don't that's hit kind cows, of Jerry. You should yeah you shouldn't hit cows. I'm sorry, <laughs> I'll, I'll retract that. Wait, so 20 minutes? You start seeing cows. North- is what like uh, Statsburg? No, Red I Hook. grew up in Beekman. Beekman, okay. Yeah, it's like close to Lagrange and kind of close <clears throat> to Hopewell Junction. Yeah, okay. Yeah, cool. Nice. Kind of nowhere. I have family that was in uh, Hopewell Junction. Like, um, the fuck is the name of that road? It's 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 like going up to Stormville. I can't remember, but uh, Wingdale Mountain Road. Is it like two miles straight up? Yeah. That might be Wingdale Mountain Road. Yeah, yeah. Shout out to Wingdale Mountain Road. <laughs> uh, and one of the first, the, actually the first band I ever toured with was based out of Stormville. Do you guys play in the ha- any uh, house shows in the area often? Or any? Or do you have any favorite house show venues to play? We just played Groove Grove recently. Groove that Grove was is fun. pretty cool. With the green light out yeah, front. Cool. You know the one. <laughs> cool. I played Crossroads the first show they had this semester right after they like rebuilt their whole house like yeah. they did an incredible job with crossroads it. it's crazy upgraded. nice cool. shout out to crossroads shout yeah that's crossroads. so awesome to be a part of the the new pulse community it's, yeah, it's the diy scene's really crazy yeah they, they've really come together and made it an actual scene out of it yeah totally we're seeing kids now I mean, it, it's cool because there really wasn't that shit happening. You know, it it wasn't. It's so interesting how it shifted because, like, when we were younger, like, you know, when we were like twenty, twenty one, twenty two, like the the bars were the place to go because it was like always fucking hopping. Like Oasis, Cabalooza's always yeah. had music. I miss Oasis. So Snugs much. always yeah, had music. Oasis. Good God, Rip Oasis. And. Uh, yeah, I mean, it's just, it's crazy. The transition now, those, like we were just saying, there's like no music in town. So it's, and everybody's now making, you know, with like 
Top Nachos, those guys that were that had house shows for a while. Yeah, I don't and think they're uh, even around though now. No, they're not. No, they're I think like it's, it's just Crossroads. That's yeah. why I'm trying to get the other bars in town to want live music. We're playing a show at Murphy's this Thursday. Oh, that's what you're talking about. Okay, yeah, cool. I thought so you were talking about Murphy's and Poughkeepsie. Because Snugs and Bacchus are pretty much the two only reliable places to play like in town. Yeah. So I want to talk to McGillicuddy's and just like try and branch out. I know Arrowwood's having music now too, which is cool. Yeah. Oh, I've played at Arrowwood before. Um, we played like all the way in the back, you know, <laughs> just like against that back stone wall. Um, Wait, how old are you guys? Uh, I'm 33. 32. Yeah. How old are you I'm guys? I'm a terrible judge of age, and it's mm-hmm. so interesting. 12 years old. Yeah, I'm 25. Ru- and Russell's 25 and a day older than me. I need okay. my parents' permission to get on Disney.com. <laughs> <laughs> Don't we all? I mean, yeah. that's how the site works. Believe me, I tried. Damn, a firewall. I just all assume you guys were like in your 20s. Like, yeah, that's true. Yeah, no, that's accurate. Early to mid. 20s um yeah there's cool. gradients in that too though mm-hmm. like a 20 year old versus like i don't know 24 25 26 i'd probably uh, say i feel like it's just if you have a you know have a job and like pay bills like consistently that's a big you know a part of hitting a point in life definitely yeah are keyboards like your main first instrument is that what you like learn to play keyboards are like piano I guess yeah like the first instrument I ever played was like a, a piano and I must have been like five years old or something um, there was one day where I like realized I could hear melodies and like play them back so I'd play a lot of like music from video game soundtracks cool um, so I guess that was kind of the start of like being able to play music of any kind but I didn't really like get into music till like junior year of high school oh, all right. maybe sophomore year I don't know. that's cool so not you haven't been playing for super long I've been playing piano but not really like I don't know I didn't really take it too seriously until like college yeah because yeah. then I was like taking classes for it but I always knew my way around it and all the piano classes were pretty much you know a breeze for me cool um when did you start studying trombone? Trombone I picked up in fifth grade. That was... Um, oh, cool. Yeah, we had to pick our wind, our wind instrument after the recorder in fourth grade. Our, so we had three choices, and you got to you know pick the three that you wanted to do. Um, so I think Pokemon. my first choice was trumpet. And my second choice was percussion. And my third choice was trombone. (laughs) And they said, here's a trombone. Yeah, that's how it is. My first was flute. (laughs) Not only because I wanted to play the drums, but my parents were like, nah, you should, you know, do the complete opposite of that. Um, And then trumpet. Were you good at flute? Drums. No. (laughs) (laughs) Were you good at trumpet? I mean, no, but I, I, I always had a problem with, like, getting, you know, understanding. Are you good uh, drums? Uh, no. <laughs> um, yeah, no, music, uh, like, like I, I'm not a, there's, I find, like, there's different types of musicians in the way that, like, some are really 
uh, have like really good dexterity and like fine, you know, fine tuning or you know fine fingering and that kind of like uh, hand eye coordination sort of thing. Uh, but I'm like I'm not that. I'm the opposite. I can like you know I can play I can play with my hands and my feet, but mm-hmm. and my mind works that way. But as far as like using my fingers for piano or bass or or guitar. <laughs> violin and any of that shit I, my brain just is like not working that way it's jeremy says that yet he just played piano with me at a concert in new york city on sunday evening yeah but <laughs> so mm. take take that with a grain of salt to a degree well all just cluster chords or just yeah i'm just basically just just, just hitting your hand down but no I, I can play like one note with my left hand and three notes with my right hand yeah, and i can figure chord. out a way yeah. to that make works. all that work why not yeah that's and, like what i do I mean, you were just what I heard you playing earlier was it's the same thing. Much more complicated than like that. Six notes. <laughs> you just have to guess. <laughs> but just messing around for fun is completely different than performing. There's like this whole other pressure involved, right. which is like, I, and with instruments, I can play guitar, I can play bass, I can play keyboards, but like when it comes down to like actually jamming or playing with like a group of people, I'm like. You know, when we're when we're practicing a song and I'm practicing on piano, I'll like I'll slow down the tempo like crazy and like. Mm. <laughs> I think um, <laughs> the best thing or one of the best things in music is like confidence. Like even mm-hmm. like if you are like hyper aware of the skill level that you're at, and mm-hmm. you know exactly what you can and cannot do. Totally, yeah, yeah. You can play one note and make it sound amazing. Mm-hmm. Alright, this is what I'm gonna do, and I'm gonna do it and stand by it. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, so, like, you know, example, like you're playing piano, instead of like slowing the tempo way down, just play less. Yeah, yeah, for but, sure. But like, know exactly what you want to play. Yeah. And then, yeah. No, definitely. If anything, that's the issue. Is like I make it so complicated that I can't actually keep up with my right. ideas. Right. You hear more than you can pull off. It would be, I'd be more talented if I knew if I did know those limits and mm-hmm. I could be like tasteful within my my uh ability but um yeah anyway I love the piano uh and it's probably the best instrument yeah. like, well you know in the it's awesome like it makes it makes sense <laughs> it just makes sense like I mean, everything's just laid out oh drums make a lot drums of sense too. well yeah you just look at it you hit it can't deny it. No, but the there's different is. spots to hit the drums. Mm-hmm. Like, well, yeah, okay, well, I'm saying is, like, <laughs> a C is a C is a C is a C on a piano, you know, where guitar or bass, Both like, one's over there, one's over there, like, there's less rhyme and reason to it. Right. Um, I agree, yeah. Um, but I also, you know, I'm sure you do, too, consider the piano percussion instruments. Mm-hmm. So, oh, yeah, absolutely. So I don't really mind uh, when yeah. saying the piano is... The best because it still falls in that that realm. As long as it's percussion. Mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. The maracas, the best, <laughs> the best instrument. It not depends. True. I mean, you know that egg shaker. <laughs> good. That is not, not, true. not true. When we played the other night uh, at Rockwood, after that, we we walked back to the car and there was a, a Cuban like salsa band going. Yeah. Oh, and cool. you know, yeah. that was that was perfectly appropriate to have maracas in that band, uh-huh. and it was like. Hmm. It was awesome, but yeah, you got homeboy on the cowbell just 
He was louder than everybody else, <laughs> like the whole band. Yeah, but still that like clave type of like thing, just pedaling through and just oh, like super loud, but it's okay. It's perfect. Yeah, yeah. It drives it. It cured Holds my it fever. together, kind of, huh? It cured my fever. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> well. One hundred two. Dropped it right down. <laughs> huh? Sax. Is is tenor sax your your first instrument? Uh, no, it was. Uh, it was alto sax first. Okay. It was it was weird. It was alto, then Barry, and then I'm at tenor now. Oh, all right, nice. So you were like, the, the Barry. It's like Barry takes a lot more uh, wind and, and energy to like push, right? Yeah. But if you could get it, I don't know. I feel like, is it is it? I've never played Barry, but is there like a reverberation thing where it's like almost like feedback? Like once you kind of get you hone into that reverberation, the instrument's kind of like. Um, creating its own sort of force in a way, or no? Yeah, I mean, I, I guess I could like explain that in two ways. Yeah. Um, I mean, like the first way is like your body's just not used to it. Like, uh, the the uh, baritones now have the low A on it, which is low C, three, two, I forget. But um, it's pretty low. But uh, like I think I think anyone like the first time they play it, like their whole body shakes because it's it's just so much. That's like. I like guess the first way, I guess. And the second way is, uh, yeah, like, practicing long tones uh, with the saxophone. Like, you uh, you get into this really weird space in your head, and the, I guess the, the sound of the saxophone gets in there, and it, you can uh, start to hear the harmonics in it. It's freaky. Oh, yeah. That's awesome. Does tenor have the wider range of the three? Um... I I guess technically because it yeah. sits in the middle. Um, I've heard some crazy. I'll well, no, I was I'm not, I was gonna say, I was gonna say the, um, there isn't really a range for sa- like any any of the saxophones. Like you can yeah. just keep going until. Well, I guess like yeah, in terms can... of like if you're an advanced player, like yeah, does yeah, one yeah. have more of a range than the other, or would you say no? It's just a different like register. I mean, there's a limit on the tenor, though, right? Like, your lowest, your absolute lowest note? Well, yeah, the lowest, uh, the A flat, the low A flat. Yeah. And, uh, well, I don't know how high I can go. Like, yeah. if yeah, you guys yeah, want yeah. to check out a player, uh, check Lenny Pickett, and he's, uh-huh. he's known for, like, just playing, playing as, that as high as you possibly can. Super but high he, uh, You guys ever listen to SNL or watch SNL? Yeah, oh, yeah, You yeah, know, yeah. the ending? The, yeah, yeah, uh, yeah, The beginning theme and the ending theme? Totally, yeah, That's yeah. him. Or cool. it's like stupid high. Uh-huh. <laughs> you know uh, Roland Kirk? Rashawn Roland Kirk? Uh, no. He's bl- a blind dude. He died like, uh, I don't know when he died. Maybe in like early, late 70s, something like that. But uh, Maybe a little later than that. But um, he's a crazy blind sax player. He would play like three saxophones at <laughs> one time. Oh, yeah. Maybe I've seen he, that picture. He, he had like crazy... Uh, um, you ever heard Mingus? Oh, yeah. He's on there. He's okay. one. Of, he's one of the horn players, and there's parts where there's two, uh, where he's playing two. Horn, there's like he's he's one of three horn players, but yet he's plays two <laughs> horns at once. For he does some crazy harmonies. shit. Well, he'll like harmonize oh, with so himself, you know, like his left hand and his right hand are playing two different things. Once you have an ear for it, you can hear that too. You can hear when it's him by himself, or yeah. when it's him and like Eric Dolphy or whoever else was on I'll that. Have to album. Check that out. Yeah. Listen in. Yeah, uh, uh, Jeff Jeff Coffin does it too. Dude named Jeff. Oh Coffin, yeah, he's he, great. He plays too. Cool. 
I've I really got into some of his uh, what's it, Jeff Coffin and is it Mutet or something? Uh, there's a couple like Jeff Coffin records that are really good that I like a lot. Yeah. And you're like a jazz guy, or what's your like? Yeah, yeah cool, yeah, cool. I'm, te- I'm technically a jazz performance major at New Bolts. Cool. Oh, you're still, you're still in school? Oh, yeah. Right. So cool. does Dave Savitsky teach there? Yeah, he's, cool. he's my teacher right nice. now. Cool. Sweet. Nice. My brother's a sax player, too. Oh, right. Yeah, yeah. Um, it's, uh, it's a, I love the sax. I, would, I, I always wanted to learn how to play it, but I can't fucking make one note. You know, it's like terrible. It's, I just know that it would take so long to develop good tone, you know, and that's like such it an does. important thing on, on yeah. wind instruments. Like, yeah, from what I heard, both of you guys have really good tone, like your trombone tone. Because even that, I mean, it, it can be, you know, this is something, there's like a line that gets crossed, even I, in every instrument, there's a line that gets crossed where you can hear like it's something is very uh, amateur and sort of elementary, the way that it's approached. And then it's like, once you figure it out and you like hear you know how to apply you know I don't know you know how to hit hit the note yeah. right it's like and that figure confidence that, thing. that tone out yeah yeah like that's so true like I've heard people playing in bullshit and they're like so confident about it and falling to- yeah. hell yeah. yeah yeah but it's like like I said it's about the tone I mean you could play bullshit confidently and have really bad tone and you're like what the fuck are you yeah. doing like that just sounds like shit you know or you could play really really well and have really bad tone, and you're like, this guy, like, because, you know, anyway. Cheers. Like, <laughs> it's something to be. Yeah, it's something to be. True, yeah, exactly. Yeah, that's another thing. Is I wouldn't know how to even approach uh, practicing, like, to get that kind of tone with sax. That's but, a lot of it. That's a lot of practicing. It's just long tones. Yeah, yeah, that's cool. And Dan Steen, what about you? You, you guitar your first instrument? Um, no. My uh, next-door neighbor actually gave me piano lessons when I was, like, six to maybe, like, eight or nine. And then I played saxophone all throughout uh, elementary school and, like, up to when I graduated. I started on alto, and then I played Barry for five years. Wow. Yeah, that was a lot of fun. Yeah, I was yeah. playing Barry. But That's cool. they're just so expensive. It's crazy. Yeah, yeah. And um, started playing guitar when I was in sixth grade, I think. And I just, like, have stuck with it since then. And then met him and was actually able to start a band. Like, this is the first band that... Ryan. Yeah. Oh! And you guys met here in New Paltz, or you, you knew each other from Long Island? Um, no, we actually met in New Paltz. We were in a jazz history class together oh, cool. our freshman year. And he, like, walked in 15 minutes late with his trombone, and they were, like, playing blues in the front. We had to write lyrics to blues. <laughs> and he walked in and just was completely put on the spot by our teacher. And she was like, Ryan, why don't you come up and play some trombone with us? And he was like, uh, all right, I guess. And he just goes up there, and she's like, all right, take a solo, Ryan. And he just, like, played the most fire like fat solo on the trombone ever just on the spot and then we ended up meeting up after class and it was was just like just like yo that was awesome like you should come jam like i was jamming with some kid that played a cajon oh cool and we ended up playing an open mic that night when cafeteria was around r.i.p yeah but um yeah that was the first performance we ever had was open mic cafeteria night cool yeah 
Nice. Legendary. So you still... Do you ever break sacks out at all? No, I don't own a sax. I used to rent from my school. Oh, okay. That's why when I graduated, I was thinking about getting a Barry. Oh, but right, they were yeah, like, yeah. I was looking into them. It was like three grand. I was Damn. like, I don't have that right now. Yeah, yeah. That's why you got to steal that shit. Were you looking at like new <laughs> new <laughs> ones or used ones? Or? Just like, I was just looking. Like, I wish I had one. Yeah. I haven't, yeah. I haven't touched. I haven't played in five years, four well, years. You could probably pick it up, though, if you play it. If you played enough, I don't know. Yeah. Definitely more than me. <laughs> well, with that attitude. <laughs> Squawk out no, a little man, giant trust me, I tried, I tried. Maybe call, when call, I'm like call, 40, call, I'll call. pick up the sax. I don't know, we'll see. Um, and Jared, you are I know you as a drummer, but I didn't, mm-hmm. you know, I didn't know you played keys and, and guitar. And... Yeah, um, I've been playing drums for like 13 years, like officially. Uh-huh. And... I picked up the guitar in like seventh grade just to kind of, um, or I guess even further back, I, the first instrument I ever played similarly, similarly to Ryan was a uh, piano and like, when I was like five years old, like a summer camp, it wasn't anything like that remarkable, but you know, it was, I, it was still like the first instrument. You were able to get your angst out. A little bit. <laughs> um, and you know, then I did clarinet and in third grade and then auditioned for drums at the end of fourth grade and kind of stuck with that forever and um sometime in middle school i was like i want to start getting into writing songs so the most accessible songwriting instrument of all time is a guitar so i picked that up and started teaching myself songs and like chord shapes and stuff and I just kind of stuck with that for a while, and I haven't really had much formal training on a guitar. Mm-hmm. And similarly, like with keyboards, I kind of did the same thing where I was like, I wanted to learn how to accompany myself on the drums with other instruments, yeah. and like if I wanted to re- do my own recordings and stuff, like all that sort of thing. Cool. Awesome. She has. Yeah. Oh, well, you have which you can yeah, find on Spotify. Plug, Solo yeah. stuff? Well, yeah, what is it? Yeah, um, this summer I was living up in uh, Saratoga, and I didn't have any friends, really, and I didn't really have much of a problem with that because, I mean, I was living with I was living with my girlfriend for one, and that was it's, I still live with her, and it's really great. Um, but now he has well, friends. <laughs> <laughs> but now I'm back to doing playing in bands and stuff. But over the summer, I wasn't really gigging at all or having much rehearsals. So I got all of my like musical energy out in this little studio room that I had in the cool. house I was living in, and made a bunch of recordings. Nice. And I thought it, I think it came out pretty good. What's the What's like the name under? Um, it's under my name, Jared Nelson. Okay, on cool. Spotify, and it's called Night Coffee. Cool. And yeah. it's a combination of songs that I've finished up at the last house I was living in, New Paltz, and or at least that I started then and then finished this summer. Cool. It's nice. dope. Do you have a band for that, or do you guys ever play those songs at all? Or? We're working on it. Cool. I just put it out a couple of weeks ago. So oh, wow. All right. Kinda, Pretty fresh. Yeah. Nice. I haven't made any, any charts or anything. Say it one more time. Coffee. Night coffee. Night coffee. Okay, yeah. cool. Yeah, I like night coffee. I could still go to sleep when I drink coffee at night. I don't know. Then why are you drinking coffee? Because it tastes good. Yeah, yeah it's I, fucking well, great. And it's that, warm. But... And it temporarily it wakes coffee. you up. Well, that's weird. why, like, like, hot chocolate minutes. exists. 30 minutes, it wakes you up. <laughs> it makes then... me have to poop. That's I just, I, yeah, I don't know. I could go to sleep. 
I could drink coffee and like fall asleep at the same time. You need a stronger stimulant. Yeah. Not that you. <laughs> I mean, hey, you live your life, man. <laughs> Wait, there's one. <more. laughs> no, I mean, if I drink coffee or I don't drink coffee, I pretty much feel the same. Yeah, I don't drink coffee at, yeah. at all, really. So. It just tastes good. Alter my state. I love yeah. coffee. Just trying to alter my state, bro. Now I'm like, yeah. drive to Pennsylvania. It's like a dodgeball team. Now I'm down to two guys who I choose. You know what I'm saying? Coffee, and who's the other guy? <laughs> oh, no. Cocaine. Between you and Alex. Oh. <laughs> oh. I thought we were still on that metaphor. No, no, no. Um, I don't know what you're talking about. Yeah. I don't know what you're referring to, other than this coffee nonsense. So, Alex, are you in school for, uh, yeah. for music? Yeah, I'm, I'm in school for music. Cool. It's my last year and you're doing drums yeah jazz yeah i'm studying jazz percussion cool just like jared did mm-hmm. the same teacher oh all right Siegel. Shout the, siege. Out Siegel. Yeah. the siege yeah the siege <laughs> i'll say out of everyone siege has uh proven to be a really good dude mm-hmm. um in the end like being a alumni always very helpful gave helped me with get an audition for a pit gig that was cool so yeah, shout out to him. Nice. Not everyone was very helpful. Let's just say that. Yeah. And uh, the um, I actually know. Likes to drag its feet. What was that? The music department bureaucracy likes to drag its feet. Yeah. Both bureaucracy. And you guys are there. To. So with you guys being there now, or some there now, you could probably seem like uh, there's a lot going on more than the jazz department in the new music realm. <laughs> Which was helpful to me when I was trying to hire students to perform my piece, which Ryan was a part of, and play trombone in, and Matt Parker mm-hmm. also played keys and shout out, um, yep, shout out, <laughs> what up? We're gonna get him in here too at some point. Um, but yeah, so Christiana and Alex Pay were super helpful with that whole experience and. I heard a lot of crickets from other people that I thought were going to be more helpful. Yeah. Yeah, yeah Dr. Reader is very helpful. Oh, yeah, Reader. Dr. Reader. What's her first name? Christiana. Forge. Oh, okay. Isn't there? <laughs> oh, yeah, Christiana Forge. Yeah, I don't yeah, know. Her, I, yeah, I, yeah. I do think she prefers the <laughs> her, uh, what is it called? Dr. Dr. Reader. Reader. Yeah, her doctorate. Dr. Reader. Yeah. It's interesting. I, 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 I it, it's something I've noticed. Like, I've noticed the the classical department ask people more to like call them doctor and all that stuff. I don't know if any of the jazz people just don't have. Yeah, any of that I, don't, stuff. I don't think that they are. They have PhDs. But yeah. Doesn't Vinny have a doctor? doctor? Yeah, if Vinny doesn't have well, a doctorate, good he God. He doesn't have a doctorate, but he's he de- definitely has a master. Like he's a genius. Yeah. Well, or yeah, I mean. Uh, but guys, I think it's interesting, like the purchase. the last name versus you didn't have first a name. Just be able to bring every textbook he ever wrote in. Just yeah. be like, give me my doctorate. <laughs> like, throw this stack of textbooks on the table, <laughs> right? With a list of people he's taught. I mean, maybe. I mean, I don't um, know. If you can get an honorary doc- doctorate, I guess it's better than uh, like having to just be in debt for for. for it, you know? It's better than no doctorate. That's why they probably are so. You know, upset when they don't get called doctor because they're like, "I'm paying for this shit." I yeah, no, I'm called doctor. Been, right, and I've definitely thought about that. <laughs> I don't know. New Paltz gave um, 
Natalie Merchant, an honorary doctorate when I graduated from SUNY New Paltz. Really? I don't know who that is. Natalie, Natalie Merchant? Merchant? Is she's that the actor? 10,000 oh, Maniacs. Like, yeah, very you famous. I thought she was musician. one person. She was famous in, yeah. In the band 10,000 Maniacs, how she she's got her started. She's one of the Maniacs. But... Oh, I'm also not familiar with that band. Yeah, yeah they were like kind of a band of, um, they were all really talented musicians, but their music is, you know, it's it's a. Uh... Natalie, don't listen to Jerry. Um, we'll open for you if you ever want us to. <laughs> she might. That, yeah, that's how I'll learn about it. I'll, we'll open she for you. She is based out of the area, which yeah, is how she got that. But, um, she, she right, she's good. But she's good. we're straying away. I wanted to talk about Alex. Mm-hmm. Oh, my bad. Yeah. No, <laughs> Sorry, you said okay. the siege, and I just got carried away. <laughs> I got mad love for Jeff. How long have you been playing drums for? I've been playing since I was fourteen. Oh, awesome. Cool. Yeah. So, um, and that's your, that's what you play? Do you play any other instruments or? Yeah, I play the bass and, cool. uh, I like to sing. I play awesome. piano and guitar. Do you write also? Yeah. Cool. Um, Do you have any, uh. I'm gonna play one of his tunes tonight. Oh, cool. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, awesome. Yeah, this is a kick-ass bassist. What? what? Alex is a kick-ass bassist. Cool. Yeah, no. Uh, he slaps the bass really funky. <laughs> Jerry's <Nice>. good too. <laughs> yeah. I don't know, man. You really are. Sincerely. <laughs> Thanks? <laughs> Sincerely. You look in the eyes when you say that. What, um, what's your like uh, preferred style or, you know, jazz? jazz uh, I don't know. What do you like? like? What kind of stuff do you like to play? <clears throat> Is ma- is jazz your main thing, or what's your like favorite style of music to play? I really like funk, and I like rock and metal and Latin jazz and all those yeah, so. rhythms and grooves. And uh, I play in a Burmese drum ensemble too. What's that like? Um, it's pretty. Uh, it's cool. All the drums are pitched. Like there, you put this paste on them, and it makes all the the hand drums pitched. And there's also gongs, and a lot of the music like modulates, and it's mostly like in like major and minor pentatonic scales. Um, it's like really cool, rhythmic, and like pretty stunning. Wow, it's just all drum. It's a drum ensemble. It's all it's gongs, uh, pianos. There's actually some people that are like playing melodies. Like Ryan's in one of the groups, and he plays trumpet, I think. Oh, cool. And um, a is bunch this... of other professors play, like, violin So sax. it's through New Pulse? Yeah. That's, I've never even heard of that. That's cool. Yeah. So, I think Alex Pay did a lot to bring that together, right? Yeah, he, he did. It's, like, the and first one, right? Yeah, it's all... Um, I was actually... Hyun Nang is the guy that's, like... He brought the music. Like, he's literally teaching everybody by ear. Um, wow. And you just learn it, like, bit by bit. And you just keep practicing it, and you repeat it. And you do it all by ear. It makes you sing everything. They wow, were crazy. they were funded cool. by the same grant program that funded the piece that we did together too, for oh, their really? for their performance in Beacon at the Howland Cultural Center. That's dope. Yeah, that's great. I love that people fund these things. Fuck Otherwise, yeah. we'd be fucked. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Fuck us. If you're listening to this and have money, yeah. keep supporting local artists. Yeah. <laughs> keep and or listening go and vote. buying. <laughs> and or go vote and yeah definitely go vote <laughs> really support too. local artists definitely yeah I mean uh, <laughs> I voted. you know what's cool though is that um, 
playing with like I play with Lara Hope in the Arctones. Do you get you know that? Do you oh, guys yeah. know that mm-hmm. band? So, um, and so that's all like rockabilly, rhythm and blues, like 50s, 60s rock and roll. And the just like traveling around the country and seeing, you know, I think any band that like has it together and has songs, like if you are willing to go on tour, I think you should just go because there's so much music happening all over the country. And New York kind of lacks this, this like, um, I don't know. Like I, I had to, I had to. Like I've been touring. A, I toured a lot. Like since I was eighteen, I've been touring, and just playing with this group, I've experienced that. Like there is still this thing in America where like people go out and they just sit down and they watch people play music, and like that's their entertainment. Wait, for the. Are you serious? <laughs> it sounds weird, right? But no. But I'm serious. I'm dead serious. It. it <laughs> Where is this wonderland? Yeah, no, it's it's uh, it exists in like most of America. Like you just have to you just have to leave New York, honestly, to like go play in front of people that will just that's what they're doing for the night. They want to sit. They they're there for the music. It's like opened my mind up completely. I'm like anybody that's playing music and like has songs and has it together should just be out on the road, touring, you know, constantly like. I don't know. That's and why we all like Snoke so much. <laughs> like, because that's where people do go to like see live music. Yeah. yeah. Like, no, exactly. Yeah. One place. But I remember when I first moved here, it was like that every everywhere. Like, it was like that here. I'm talking about like a band, a hot band playing at every club in New Paltz. Like, I remember being oh, able to hop around between was... Snugs and Oasis and Cabs and, and uh, Bacchus. And it was just like bands yeah but it was also well i don't know there's always there's always pros and cons to everything i feel like the sound was a lot more homogenous back then too i think it's gotten more diverse as time's gone by uh i don't know i i i, I agree that there's been more that more era like... for me it was like i don't know a lot of the same shit like you're seeing blues like rock Kind of, like I don't know, it wasn't really no, but man, there was like, like jam band, but Apple not, Pickers like, Union. Was yeah, there. no, you're right. Fucking Lit, you know that band Lit. But it was like what I, I, I guess I don't know. Wait, oh no, Lifted, not Lit, Lifted. That Lifted was this crazy hip hop group that would play at Snugs and Oasis all the time, and they were like like the bartender at Snugs was the MC and the rapper in Lit. I mean Lifted. And like they, it was a full hip hop like live band. Band's. All right. To be fair, I was drunk that whole time, was, so I don't really remember awesome. anything. They were one of the best Maybe. bands I saw. Gorilla, uh, wait, what is it? Um, Gorilla Press Union. No, no, no. There's um, Giant Panda, Dub Squad. They played yeah. at Oasis. I don't know. There's a bunch yeah. of there was a bunch of fucking crazy music. I mean, New Pulse has been a crazy uh, music town forever yeah um you guys like zappa at all mm. you guys zappa mm-hmm. fans yeah i do yeah i'm a huge i'm crazy about zappa <laughs> i love zappa but um project object played here in at oasis no no they played cabalooza's like go. in the 90s Damn. do you know project object that's ike willis so ike willis like who sang on joe's garage and all that shit um that's his that's his band oh that's uh, sweet yeah and they 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 do all zappa like that's it's all, cool. It's all Zappa stuff. Um, 
So <laughs> I don't care. We're, this is it's legal here. It doesn't matter. It's legal here. Oh, it's, well, in this space. In the, yeah. <laughs> Jerry's using his once you for leave, tobacco I, use only. Yeah, glass once you pipe. leave, I can't. You know, tobacco <laughs> <that> Jerry's <laughs> using. <laughs> Um, <laughs> Jared, that's not funny. <laughs> Why are we laughing then, Ryan? Because uh, I think you look funny. Uh, there it is. Your mom's going to hear this. <laughs> yeah, so um, we're hoping to get into the studio in the next few weeks. Yeah, All right. Studio Put something official. In that's relevant information. Cool. Or you, you have a spot in mind you're recording at? Or? Mm-hmm. King of Sex. Some, Where's somewhere that? in Beacon? Is that right? New With Rock? I honestly don't even remember. With someone Ryan knows. Yes. And Russell. Is it Rob Kissner? It is Rob Kissner. Oh, okay. Yeah, Shout yeah. out Rob Kissner. Rob yeah, Kissner. from the big takeover, bass Love player. You, Rob Father. Yeah. Um, what do they call him? Robbie Rumble? or? You can see them in, in Kingston yeah. sometime at the end of this month. BSP? Yeah. Uh, all right. So I'm advertising we're doing for big takeover time. plugs. Um, oh, yeah. Well, I'm, I'm advertising the Peanut Buddies. Yeah, yeah. Me, me, and Russell are, are in the big takeover as the uh, the secondary oh. horn players. Awesome! I've seen you perform with them before. Oh, word! Yeah, yeah, That's yeah. Dope. At the at that festival in Woodstock. Drum boogie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Fuck Drum yeah. boogie. Yeah, yeah. That was a good one. I played. Where did I play that night? I played like right next door to the drum boogie. It was like word. drum boogie. There was a cemetery, and then we played. Oh, it was it was Colony. Oh, yeah, it was Colony. Colony. I'm, like, trying to think of, like, where the fuck it was. But, yeah, it was Colony. Yeah, yeah. I played that night, so we walked over and saw you guys play. That's dope. And, uh, yeah, that's cool. Okay, I've seen you play before. Wow, you've Uh, been in the same space. Trombone, yeah, yeah. And you've been here before, right? I have been here before. Yeah, yeah. When was that, though? That was, like... Oh, that's right. You just said you were saying that was when Mike was doing his. 2018. That was last year. It was last year. Yeah, Yeah, it was last October. Last October. Okay. Oh, yeah. Wow, you said October and that made me like nostalgic. (laughs) (laughs) Right? I feel you. I hate winter. For slightly warmer weather. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, it sucks, man. Fucking no, no fall. I was actually just down in Florida, though, so. But then I came back and it was like fucking freezing cold. Yeah, leaves are gone. Yeah. Um, but, uh, yeah, so... We're hoping to have, hopefully, the music out by... Don't say Don't, don't. Just don't. Don't say it. Just don't, <laughs> don't say yeah, it. Don't say it. It always it. takes longer than It's coming think. soon. We had, the, we had the time booked, but <laughs> he, Ryan, ended up breaking his elbow. Yeah, yeah. Oh, so, yeah. Skateboarding, right? It wasn't okay. So I heard it was a skateboard, but yeah, I think I was. I was. I am a perfectly fine skateboarder. <laughs> I was on a longboard. Through the record, oh. <laughs> it's longboarding you can't do. <laughs> no, longboarding. Yeah, I just stand on the board. I don't do nothing fancy. I go from point A to point B. Uh-huh. Got out of a, a chem test early. I was like, great. I'm gonna eat breakfast before my next class. There's all this construction in Old Main Quad. They don't let us into our quad for fucking months. And they got fences up, and they got tarps on the fences. The tarps were not tied down at the bottom, so the tarp was flowing around in the wind as I was skating by. Oh, no. And 
What do I know? There's a sandbag underneath oh, the tarp. This sounds like a lawsuit to me. That's what people said. Um, I hit the sandbag and my board stopped instantly. Oh yeah. <laughs> I did not stop at all. No, of course uh-huh. not. I was in the air and I was like, pump. <laughs> and um, yeah, landed pretty good on my elbow and Ooh, that scraped up my thumb and I was like, what the fuck? So that was, was the that was the night we were supposed to do this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. It's all good. It's like two months ago, right? One month? Two months um, ago. It was in September. Yeah, 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 it was two months ago, just about. Yeah. Here I am again with the trombone in my hand. No, that's awesome, man. Full Slaying recovery. It. So how can we follow you guys to find out more about where you're playing and when the music's going to be dropping? Um, the best place uh, is Instagram. You could find us at what underscore the band. Cool. Um, nice. We also have Facebook. Trying to get Facebook more active because there's a lot of like big music groups and pages on Facebook. Uh-huh. So if you want to follow us on Facebook, like the ad itself is what band NP. Oh, okay. Cool. Right, word. Yeah. What band NP as a new pulse. Yeah. Cool. What time is Murphy's kicking off on thir- Thursday, right? Yeah, this Thursday we're probably going to go on at probably like 10 30, 11. Yeah, 10 30, 11, and it's just us that night, so we're probably going to play pretty much as long as we can or until <laughs> they tell us they're trying to close. What's the- What's the date? Uh, Thursday. The 22nd or something? the 22nd. 20... 21st. 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 Yeah, it's the 21st. Cool. Nice. Awesome. So, what? Uh, Thursday, November 21st at Murphy's in New Paltz. Yeah. Correct. Cool. Yeah, as opposed to Poughkeepsie. Because when you were saying Murphy's, I thought it was Poughkeepsie. I've never been to a Murphy's in Poughkeepsie. Isn't that Murphy's? I've been to Mahoney's. Oh, maybe it's Mahoney's. I don't know. All those I've Irish bar names. I don't know. <laughs> That's where we there, were there's like a Murphy something or something Murphy. I've been to that. They very well could before, be. But... I think the bigger one is Mahoney's. Yeah, the one yeah. that's right by the railroad. Yeah, that's Mahoney's. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, you, I I know you to play a bunch of different instruments, right? Yeah. When have you seen me play keys and guitar? Like back when Keys to the Moon? Yes. You guys Whoa. played a show at um, at Pete Crotty's house. Yes, I'm pretty we did. Sure. Oh yes, we did. The yeah. Party. Yeah, I wish Russell was here. Russell was in Keys to the Moon. Jared was in Keys to the Moon. Oh, I Russell, Keys... he plays. He plays sax. He plays. Yeah, okay. Yeah, and yeah, he yeah. also plays in Big Takeover. Yes. Yes, because okay, cool. Yeah, that that was like. I was in Keys to the Moon too. Oh, Ryan technically was in Keys to yeah. the Moon. Ryan That's was so in the final funny. Iteration of Keys to the Moon. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Wow. And Alex subbed once. So wait, and, and you really played for, for the, like the penultimate show, yeah? Because because I first saw you play bass, I think that was the first instrument I saw you play, and I just thought you were a bass player. You saw me play bass first? Oh, that's interesting. I'm pretty sure, yeah. yeah. I think it was well, keep, with uh, with Soup Outside. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So I was like, oh, cool, because I because I remember meeting you. And I'm like, who is this weird dude that loves us? Now I'm just playing. Uh, <laughs> no, it was no, Pete's cool. great though. And yeah, that, no, like his parties are always so amazing. Like oh, the man, big bonfire, yeah, totally. just band after band. Dude, we we had crazy. NC- There's video on YouTube of of NCM playing this big party in the warehouse in the back. Yeah. Before it was all sectioned off. I don't know. Mm. Have, did you go there before that? I've been in the warehouse one time. 
Like for a party? Yeah. Okay, <laughs> no, yeah. for something else. Okay. Well, no, no, no. <laughs> <laughs> what, what did you do in the warehouse? All right. Uh, uh, I looked at bikes. Um, there is a BDSM studio in the oh. warehouse. That's why I was... Oh, that's so <laughs> funny. No, no, I'm just kidding. I'm just, kidding. <laughs> I'm just joking. Because, yes, that I've been there before. Uh, now we're talking about the same place. No, so the first party that he had was... Uh, they, were, they had a fucking car hanging from the ceiling with like a with like a butane burner in the front. So it was just this flaming car hanging by a chain. So you could sit inside of it, and people could push you around. And the car is like swinging around like crazy. They Wait, zip- really? Oh, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. They had a zip line in the middle of the <laughs> fucking room, like from diagonally from one end to the other. So people would rip down the zip line, and there's just somebody walking, not paying attention, and they I think just people like, were getting there tattoos. So many right collisions. <laughs> oh yeah, there were tattoos. Um, there was an art show, like kind of oh, in the back, and a dude showed up uh, in a dinosaur costume. <laughs> That's a party. On rollerblades. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I think he was tripping on mushrooms. I don't know, but it was insane. Yeah. The video is insane. There was way a... crazier parties. What's that? New policies to have way crazier parties. Yeah, dude, this, there was a guy that was tripping really hard on mushrooms, and he just got completely naked. Like, he was just... <laughs> yeah. I've never tripped naked that guy. hard. The naked guy. I feel like that's... Roy. Like you, have to be, you have to be in a special place a to get was naked in public. You know, while you're on trip. Yeah. <laughs> You there were a couple of Roy's, though. We're not... Things. We're not. <laughs> that is true. <laughs> it was Omar. That's who it was that got totally Omar. <laughs> Fucking Omar. Yeah, so, talk about Omar that way. Yeah, we so Omar. a question for all you guys, and just, you can blurt out the answer all at the same time, or Eight, you can seven, seven. you know, be civilized and answer no. individually. But the main question I like to uh, ask is, like, when you first got the goosebumps, like, from music, like whether oh, it was like geez. a show you saw, or you know just hearing music in a car, whatever it is, just like sharing your experience of like the first time you got the goosebumps from music. The what goose was that? pimples. Yeah. Mm-hmm. The first time. Definitely really really young. Yeah. Um, like, do you I think remember? I, I think I remember a specific moment? time. Yeah. Yeah. Or are this is the one that's most furthest back in my mind? Um, you know how. It, uh, some public places have, you know, bands during the summertime for like mm-hmm. pavilion shows, whatever. Yeah, yeah. Um, I was at one of those, and they play whatever band played the song, uh, uh, the Uncle Cracker song, his only famous song, the "Follow Me, Everything Is All Right." Oh, I'll oh, be yeah. the one to talk you in at night. Uh-huh. You, yeah, I lost my shit to that. Great. Like I, I stopped playing on the playground to go look at the music. Cool. Yeah. How old were you? Do you remember? Oh, that was definitely like early elementary school, like maybe like second, first or second. Cool. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Anybody else? Mm, I'd no say that. I don't remember the first song, but just like the sound of my childhood is just like Guitar Hero songs. Oh, okay. And, like the soundtrack to the Tony Hawk games. Like <laughs> those songs are just like. Shout out Guitar those, Hero. <laughs> both those games soundtracks just were so good and just like I feel like shaped my music when I was young and also like my older brother, like definitely just shaped all the music that cool, yeah, yeah. I am now like into. Nice. I don't know about my first goose pimples. 
But uh, but my first boner was this. <laughs> <laughs> Elton John, right? This music. Was that with Anybody John? else? Yeah. <laughs> no, no. John. I'm just kidding. <laughs> um, I was actually telling Alex about this the other day, where um, in preschool, when it was like nap time, my teacher would throw on like some Enya CD, and like, would I wouldn't nap because I was just listening to some like. What's the word? What did we describe her music as? <laughs> I don't even know. Uh, that tune's like funky, so I don't really know. The Sail Away song? <laughs> Which song? I think that's the one, yeah. It's like, sail away, sail away, sail away. <laughs> that one. Yeah, well, it's like groovy. It is groovy. I don't know. It felt very like... She's like new age, kind of like... Yeah. Uh, there's a word, like Celtic. That's the word I was looking for. Oh, okay. Celtic. That just means Irish. Yeah. yeah. But <laughs> that's a genre? Yeah. <laughs> Celtic. Like... Celtic preschool nap time. No, music. like the Celtic aesthetic. <laughs> you okay. know, I was just lis- listening to a beats description to about how after the Titanic came out, there was all... You couldn't put on TV or the radio without having this like celtic influenced pop music it, and enya was kind of a part of that same echelon of things that were happening at the time yeah you too was big around then too yeah celine dion so, celine dion is irish no no i'm just saying uh just like in that realm of that kind of like uh, well it was because <laughs> I, was was a... say, like, I didn't know that <laughs> Yeah, it, man. She's <laughs> it just turns out they're all Irish. <laughs> all Chumbawamba, right? Yeah, no, Irish. <laughs> From Dublin. Yeah. Google it. I dare you. There's hey, probably Siri. so many bands, you know, that just didn't uh, make it, it, you know, from Ireland and all that kind of shit. There definitely are, yeah. Anybody else? Goosebump moment? Um, I can tell you mine. It's It's not, like, profound or anything. It's just... I remember but you being. Can go. I have like a bunch of like really vivid um, memories from being really young, probably like three or four. Um, either being like in one of my parents' cars or at the house, like kind of just hearing whatever they were playing. Um, they played a lot of like Bob Marley and Paul Simon when I was growing up, and that was. I remember a little bit later when I learned how to like use the CD player. Um, I remember going ahead and like seeking out Paul Simon CD to play and just like I'm pretty sure it was Rhythm of the Saints like that album really like hit me as a child for some reason yeah yeah and I that was probably the first time that I can remember getting goosebumps though I'm sure there's there was more before then because I've been doing music for my whole life more or less yeah no I I feel like it's one of those things that like it's music you know it's I have memories connected to music that are way earlier on in my life, you know, like four, three, four years old, that, like, I don't know if I remember anything else, but, like, when I date back that moment, I have to be like, wow, that must have been, I must have been, like, three or four years old, which is, like, crazy, because usually don't remember things, I don't know, that young, that young, right? It's, like, four years old or something, they say, is, like, some of the earliest memories generally that you have but i feel like music kind of transcends that in that way but 
there's something about, I should know more about this because I learned about it, but um, <clears throat> children can like pick up, like it's the same thing with like learning a new language, like music falls sort of into that category. It absolutely does. Um, so like remembering or like, you know, like remembering melodies or, or whatever it is, like certain song lyrics, like comes a lot more naturally. Yeah, yeah. So it's almost like, you know, that like Bust. language. Buster knows the language. He's like, passed out. But yeah, no, I agree. Yeah, and, and and as a kid, it's like your brain is more mal malleable or whatever, and you can. Uh, it's a sponge. Yeah, I mean, but music doesn't. It doesn't. It's not like compartmentalized as like a thing. It's like it's in there with yeah. language, with learning how to talk and right. like new words and mm -hmm. all that kind of stuff. And I think it hits people differently. And I mean, like. All of us have a background in playing music in school. I mean, right? Like you played music in middle school and high school and all that stuff? Uh, not middle school, but high school. Okay, yeah. So you picked up sax in, in high school? Yeah, it was like late freshman year. Cool. Did you do like chorus or anything like before no. that? Oh, okay. So you're like fresh music fresh in, in freshman. Fresh wow, all right, cool. So yeah, I didn't do anything like that either until I was in high school. So, but either way, but, you know, I mean, that's still kind of young enough to have somewhat of a foundation of, or love of music, but, um, yeah, I don't know. I, I, I just like that question because it kind of like, I don't know, there's like a connection with, with music and to, some people have a really profound, like, uh, head yard sale on and I think um, uh, Taylor's experience was, was seeing James Brown. I mean, and that's just like... Yeah, of course, right? Getting the best one from that. Mine was like seeing my brother's elementary school band playing, and they probably sounded like fucking crap. But yeah. like, it oh, was the that. fact that like I saw people playing music together yeah. on a stage, and it was just like whoa, like I it blew my mind. Before we even got to pick an instrument in elementary school, the high school like symphonic band came and like did a performance and demonstration of all the instruments. Yeah, yeah. For and I guess they had the orchestra come too. Um, and that was just really, really cool being yeah. that young, like, you know, third grade, maybe even second grade. And just like, like you're saying, like seeing a whole group of people producing this sort of overall sound and hearing how <clears throat> each part kind of fits in in its own way. Mm -hmm. And just realizing that, you know, you have options and like a lot of people are going to, like, there's an instrument for everybody. Yeah, yeah, totally. Yeah, but I also just felt, like I know how lucky all of, all of us that had music in our schools are. Like that's not like that's. Oh that, no! Yeah, we're it's super. It's not lucky. super common. It's not a given. Well, that's. Yeah. I, it's interesting because I, my my what I was talking about touring and and playing, you know, and having people actually sit and listen and enjoy music. I wonder if that's like a factor, because like we we all grew up in New York and maybe New York just has enough, you know, tax revenue and everything to like really keep music consistently alive in the schools whereas like other schools throughout the midwest and the south and stuff like don't have the means you know what i mean to have like those Although a lot of southern true. schools have a lot of they do schools. yeah yeah because yeah. they take a lot the music of, like, very seriously drum yeah. drum corps and yeah because it's all stuff. band like, stuff about i imagine there's a lot of orchestras that get yeah, the shit in the so stick. never mind that's not true yeah well i mean <laughs> i imagine orchestras and still like choirs and probably the arts in other mm -hmm. ways yeah which yeah. is also just as valuable yeah yeah 
Right, you can't militarize it though. Totally. I have one more question, but I want if you guys if you guys have one, Owen and and Alex, if you guys have uh, experiences, I don't want to exclude you from that that goosebumps question. When's the first time you read Goosebumps? No, I'm just I remember kidding. that purple hell you. I definitely don't remember that moment. No. Remember no. the first time I watched Goosebumps? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's really that bad. Was, yeah, my dad's like an antique collector and art salesman, so he's okay. got like some like soup. Some of his stuff I remember younger being like it creeped me out. Yeah, and, yeah, I'm sure. And he had like this mannequin that he had just got, and my brother came home with the Night of the Living Dummy from yeah, no, Goosebumps. Yeah, yeah. And I watched it when I was five, and I literally had nightmares for like two months that my dad's stuff was going to come to life and kill me. That's, I mean, it's that, totally that's reasonable. That's why I remember my first Goosebumps experience. <laughs> How awful. I'm so sorry for you, Daniel. Yeah. So. <laughs> me too. <laughs> do you have any thoughts on that? Goosebumps? Goosebumps? Yeah. It's a wonderful series. <laughs> no, no, no. No, the question of... Uh, uh, anyway, I don't want to exclude anybody, but you know, okay. got um, okay. So my like no first, pressure. My first uh, goosebump moment would be, I'd say, my first gig. It was uh, it was it was really weird how I like started in music. Um, I started playing saxophone only because my friend told me that my high school's marching band needed. Uh, more players in it, and when I talked to the teacher, he was uh, the band instructor. He was like, "You're gonna play saxophone, that cool?" And I was like, "All right, cool." Um, and uh, this high school's uh, marching band was—I don't know how the hell my band director did it—but he got us into um, a musical down in the city. You ever heard of Shakespeare in the Park? Yeah, right. yeah, yeah, definitely. Yeah, we uh, we were like a surprise marching band for the. It was like one scene in the show, and then the ending, like the whatever it's called. Cool. I think it's the reprisal. When it comes back out. No, probably not. But um, what do you know? What show it is, or what? Um, it was Love Labor's Lost. That was cool. the, sh- the, sh- the show. The play. Yeah, the play. yeah, yeah. The musical, whatever. Cool. Um, and it was like crazy from my perspective because I didn't play music at all until that point yeah, uh, the, yeah. the last thing would be the recorder in fourth grade you know? uh-huh. but that was it yeah. you know, like had nothing <laughs> going for me and I find this all this music and uh, it was crazy seeing uh, how Broadway works and how all that even off Broadway but it was still yeah, yeah. in the damn park <laughs> yeah, um, yeah and it was, it was just amazing to me and um, the first night uh, what what the marching man did is uh, there would be a, a it would be a song, and one of the actors would sing like he would say uh, I, I totally forgot the line but he would say marching band in it and then the marching band would come out from like the sides of the stage, and I remember the first night when we did that we like marched out and I'm looking out and all the lights were and everything was crazy and it just like I wanted to feel that every day. Kind of thing. Yeah. Yeah, that's awesome. That's that's my goosebumps. That crowd energy too. Yeah. It was a good crowd. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It, was, it was like packed. Cool. Yeah. I think that's it's awesome. I think it's free. Yeah. Too. So it's Central Park. Yeah. Cool. Yeah, that's awesome. 
Yeah, those are huge performances. Like the to, down to everything, the lighting. Yeah, the amount like, of stuff that went into was crazy. And uh, real crew. When we went house. there, uh, the uh, the playhouse itself would like give us tours and like show us each, I guess, department and how it works. Oh, cool! It was crazy. Awesome. Nice. So my last question has to do with harmonics. I was like thinking about this. I think it's something I think about often because uh, um, you were talking about long tones and being able to actually hear all the harmonics in that. And I'll hear it like in music, like all the time. I hear I hear these these harmonics between you know a vocal and uh, guitar. I mean, it's just like the music, the notes kind of clashing against each other in such a way. And I, I hear that shit all the fucking time. I don't know if you guys have ever experienced that, but, like, if you think that that has... I think that that has more of a, an effect on our brains, like, as a subconscious thing, and that, that is more, like, kind of attracts us to certain types of music based on, like, what we're hearing harmonically more than what we're hearing, like, melodically or, like, how a song catches us or something like that. I think the... Like that's just a theory. I don't know. I've because I've, I've I've heard that before in music pretty regularly, and I'm just curious, as like more trained musicians, I don't know if you have an a theory on that or what that is, kind of. I want to say that um, usually, like my taste of music is like a large part of that is based off of what's happening harmonically, mm-hmm. um, and like I like sometimes I'll listen to a song and I won't pay attention to certain things for like you know like the lyrics for example like I won't know the lyrics to a song and I've known the song for like four years yeah yeah. Mm-hmm. um so I don't know I <clears throat> there's like a certain like tension and release that comes from different types of chords and like modulations I guess um, I don't know if I'm using har- harmonic in the right way um, be o- overtones then. That's what I'm talking about. Overtones. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So there's definitely, you know, that there's such a combination of the way that notes can be arranged based off of that. Um, based off of overtones. Yeah. Wow. Because I mean, that's where like. I mean, say I don't know. I don't really know. That's I'm where not, our I'm tonal not system comes musically from. Musically trained. Much. And that's why there's there's a you could. We we could go on and on about getting in, in deep deep with that too, yeah. <laughs> I don't want to go. I don't want to go down that path right now. Well, but maybe I that's mean, the, it's, it's that's, like, that's like its own podcast. It's like, <laughs> supposed to be the funny guy. The way yeah right. <laughs> the way I hear it though is like I'm hearing you know a performance or a melody or, or like a, a song, but I'm hearing all of these other like notes that are happening that seem dissonant almost. Like, if you were to just hone in on those overtones or har- harmonics or whatever it is, they they almost sound dissonant from the music itself. Like, they don't... It doesn't sound like it's... You know what I mean? You know well, I mean? yeah, because if you play... I have a theory. If, yeah, what's your theory? Um, when you hear a tone, in order for your... Your eardrum reverberates mm-hmm. in receiving that pitch... And your eardrum is actually producing a unique pitch to what it's hearing. And, like, there was this guy that did this experiment where he would put people in an isolated chamber and expose them to, like, a perfect um, uh, tone. And then hear, and then, like, 
because it would be an isolated sound booth. He'd be able to hear what tone the eardrum produced. And he composed music based off of the pitches that would be playing inside of your head wow. that you're not even conscious of. That's what I'm talking about. So, like, it, there could even be something, like, going on like that with you. Yeah. But it, it could also be overtones are rubbing against each other in a weird way that you're picking up on, too. Is it you know, I only heard the story, and I've, I've, ne- I have, I don't know. I gotta, I should look it up. Yeah. It was like I heard the interview with the guy, but I never checked. Like when it's so far, I was like driving, so I yeah. forget. But it just made me think about it. Now maybe I'll look it up. So, I'm sorry. We've been talking for way too long, and <laughs> this is what I was talking about. But it's all good conversation. Uh, um. Yeah, we should play. You guys should play some music. <laughs> cool. <laughs> I mean, unless you're like exhausted and you want to just take off. No, no. <laughs> no yeah, no, we're all good. Cool. Um, yeah, we can take a break really quick if you guys need to like pee or whatever you we need to do. Yeah, just, just smoke weed and get water, really. We're what? <sighs> um, this one's called Say What You're Thinking.
Garfunkel by Dan Steen and Ryan the Bone Perone. That's how you say it. That's accurate. Ryan per trumpet Perone. Steam. Start this nonsense. Start this. Thank you. 
All right, this is Gemini Lane. Quit thumping around.
What an incredible episode. Those guys are really onto something. They're a really amazing band. They're really nice guys. Um, I can't say enough good things about them. Uh, you should definitely go check them out. Find them on Facebook and Instagram. What the band. Uh, and keep a lookout for their live shows. I know they play in New Paltz a bunch. Um, but they're going to probably be playing house shows and stuff too. But ch- check in with them. Look at their Facebook. Look at their Instagram. And uh, I just want to also say thank you so much for listening. I really appreciate uh, you know the feedback that I get from my friends and family and people that listen. Uh, I know I've been a little... Uh, on the slacker side with this whole thing but I'm working hard to try to get it all out Uh, I've got a few more episodes to go and like I said before I'm just going to release them all like one after another I'm not going to wait a couple weeks uh, because I want to keep getting new content out there in a couple of weeks I'm going to have Jules Olsen Uh, she's a local New Paltz singer-songwriter she's awesome beautiful voice uh, great human being and uh yeah we're gonna get some more awesome acts in here so thanks again really appreciate it and please contact me get in touch let me know what i could be doing refer me to some other bands that you know uh let's keep the conversation open let's uh the only way this is going to get better is if i get the uh okay from you guys that we're doing a good job here mike is really helping me out with everything And I think the recordings are really coming along and sounding good. So with that being said, if anybody is interested in uh, doing some recordings, some demos, um, anything like that, just get in touch with me. Uh, I'm really open and flexible with pricing and all that. Um, And if you like what I'm doing, just um, send me a message on Facebook or uh, Instagram or whatever. Jeremy.SoulFlowStudios at Jeremy.SoulFlowStudios. And once again... I really appreciate it all. Thank you so much. Thank you for your time. Keep on checking back in. We'll have more stuff up soon. Thanks so much.